And welcome back to another edition of the On The Board Sports Podcast. I am your host, Will Trucci, a.k.a. Will C. Coming to you from Long Island, New York. It is January the 10th. It is Tuesday, January the 10th of 2023. Got to get used to saying 2023. But, you know, regardless or not, we're here. We're about to talk Islanders and Jets today. And the last time that I spoke with you guys was actually before the new year. So, before I went on this Western Canada trip, before we got to see the Jets absolutely shit the bed against the Seahawks, and, you know, the Islanders only getting two points on their Western Canada trip, an atrocious Western Canadian trip, to say the very least, but we'll start off with the Jets, because they're really the hot button and the hot topic here of the New York sports right now outside of the Giants making it uh, to the postseason. I don't really pay attention, attention, excuse me, to the Giants because I'm always watching these Jets games. Always. So having said that now, we'll start off here with the Jets because like them, love them, hate them, Robert Sal is coming back as head coach. That's first and foremost. And this whole six-game losing streak, this whole collapse, is squarely on the head coach. You can talk about the quarterback problems. You can talk about the offensive line problems. You can talk about the defense not showing up, albeit they're a top-five defense, statistically speaking. Having said all of this right now, they are what they are. And Robert Sala is the focal point of this team. And... What happened at the beginning of the year with the receipts? Well, the media has kept the receipts on him, and it's not pretty. So, they haven't scored a touchdown in three weeks. I know what I said in my Instagram video a month. It felt like a month. Uh, not scoring a touchdown in the Jaguars game. Not scoring a touchdown in the Seahawks game. That was atrocious being there. Uh, for a beautiful place to watch a game, by the way, but just a horrible, horrible game for the Jets. And then you look at what happened in the meaningless game on Sunday against the Dolphins. And, you know, what you want to talk about is the fact that this team has to wake up. Now, Black Monday has gone and pa- passed, and, and I got to say right now, Robert Sala is going to be the coach for next year. The the work that this guy has done on the defense, I'll say, a lot better. A lot better just because of the fact that he's got cornerback help. And we all knew that this team can rush the quarterback. The problem is they can't get to the quarterback. But this year they did. And because of the help of drafting Ahmed Gardner and DJ Reed, they're right there next year with their defense. Now, they have to re-sign Quinn and Williams to an extension. I think the team's going to uh, do that. I think they're going to be ripe for the picking to do that. Quincy Williams, I think, has to come back. He's He had himself a great year. And let me just say this about Quincy Williams. The guy's the best linebacker on this team. His energy, it's contagious. His ruthlessness of getting to a runner and delivering a hit is second to none and 
when you're watching guys like C.J. Mosley, C.J. Mosley, he's a pro bowler. I don't understand how he got to the pro bowl, but he did. And you look at a guy like Quan Alexander. Quan, I think, has to resign here. But when I look at this team right now, this defense is set. They have to address the safety need at free safety. And with all that being said right now, this team has to go out and maybe sign a veteran tackle. No doubt. They have to sign a veteran tackle. The quarterback, say what you want about the QB. I think the QB position is going to be filled by a vet. I don't think Mike White is going to be here next year. I think he's going to command he's going to command some sort of money wherever he goes, right? And I think the Jets are not going to be willing to pay that. And with Zach Wilson being on the roster, I think it's going to be just as hard to move Zach to another team, unless you're going to add draft capital to it. So I don't think that Zach Wilson is going anywhere. I think you're going to have to try and trade for a veteran QB and maybe draft an offensive lineman with that 13th overall pick. You know what they did with Elijah Ferry Tucker in 2021 and how they traded up to get him. But to me, this team needs offensive line help in the worst way in order to keep the quarterback upright. And I will say this. You know, you talk about the yips with Zach Wilson. If this guy, in my opinion, had Vera Tucker, if he had Mekhi Becton, the season would be different. Would the numbers be different a little bit? Not by a lot. Maybe we wouldn't be talking about getting a, a veteran presence here as far as an off, as far as a quarterback goes. But with the injuries that have happened on the offensive line, with some of these throws that he's made uh, over the course of time, trying to rush throws, trying to you know make make these highlight reel throws instead of the the basic throws, that's very telling on him. Because he can make these plays look spectacular. And we know that he's got the arm to do it. The problem is, is the time in the pocket for me. Say what you want about what's gone on over the course of time. Rightfully so. I think over the course of the past three years, even if you were to put Tom Brady in the pocket with this offensive line, he wouldn't succeed. So, the Jets right now, they have to figure out what's going on with the offense. And how. And another thing here, too, is Michael LaFleur. What's going to happen here with Michael LaFleur? Is he going to get fired down the road? Is he going to get let go? Are the Jets going to go after a veteran mind like a Frank Reich? I don't know. And even the head coach, that's still up in the air. But frankly, to me, the way how I'm seeing it right now, 
Robert Salas coming back for his third year. He told this ownership and he told Joe Douglas that give me three years. This is year three. If the playoffs don't happen, year three, you got to walk away. You got to clean your hands. You got to cut your ties. Robert Salas got to go. No doubt about it. And the same thing can be said with the coaching staff, the GM, everything. You start from scratch because what has happened over over the course of time is just an absolute disaster. And going seven and four, and let's be honest here about this too, they were in all of these losses. They were in all these games, which makes it even more frustrating. It's not like they... They went up to New England and they got blown out. They were in that game against New England. Same thing with Minnesota. Same thing with Buffalo. Same thing with Detroit. Same thing with Jacksonville. Same thing with Seattle. Same thing with Miami. All of these games, they were in. But the Jets... They fell flat on their face, and personally, looking at it right now, next year, it has to be finish. Like the t-shirt said, on the end of their, at the end of their, you know, season, that Robert Sala gave to his players, finish. And that's something that they have to do. They started off good, but it's not how about, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And it was a roller coaster of emotions. Starting off the year one and two, what could have been 0 and 3, uh, that Cleveland game was unreal. And then you look at some of the games that they went up and they won in crazy fashion. Something that Jet teams wouldn't have done in years past. Looking at the Green Bay game, the Pittsburgh game, you know, the, the Buffalo game. All these games were close. But they have to figure out a way now to finish. And they have to play better at home. They don't play better at home next year. I think Robert Sal is going to be finished just as quick. So as I take a, a sip on my ginger ale. Oh, that's good stuff right there. All right. Chirucci with you on the On the Board Sports Podcast. And the Jets right now, they are what they are. The season's over for them. The season's not over for the New York Islanders, however. And with the Islanders, I was up in Western Canada, was watching these games. And I got to tell you something right now. These first period no-shows are shaping up to what this Islander season has become at this point. And they've been cardiac cats. They've been rallying to go out and finish these games. But they just, they look like they have no life to them. Whether it be in Seattle, whether it be up in Vancouver to start, even though they won that game. Edmonton, Calgary, tonight. They go up against the Dallas Stars. Stars have young, hot Jason Robertson. He's playing fantastic. 
this Ottinger kid, Jake Ottinger from Boston University, playing out of his mind. He's playing really, really well. And I got to say this. I got to say this right now. If the Islanders don't win at least two games, I'm giving them two games, maybe three. I'll be nice. Three games. See, you have to. You have to start. You have to start looking at the trade deadline. Have to be sellers. You have to. I understand that there's plenty of time left, but with games coming up against the Capitals, you got the Bruins, you got the two Ontario teams in Ottawa and Toronto coming up on the road. Buffalo is also coming up on the road in the next couple weeks. If they don't win some of these games coming up, and these teams are young, except for the Caps. The Caps are older, but they're playing rather relatively well. It's just, it gets frustrating after a while. But when watching this team, when watching the Islanders, they can't be reliant on their third line always. That's been the best line thus far this year. The fourth line, they are what they are, no doubt. No doubt about it. You know, you look at what the what the first line is, they've been hurting, they've been injured uh, over the course of time, and it really hasn't helped out much. The fact that Barzell, he was hurt a couple times, the mix of parts on that first line with Wallstrom going down, being hurt, and he's been, to me, I think he's been growing. You know, say what you want about him not being a first-line player or a third-line player or a second He's, he is what he is. He's a player that's growing into himself right now. And for the people out there that are preaching, oh, we need a scoring guy, yeah, you have, you, you think you got that guy, and you want to build from within with Wally. And having Holmstrom come up as well, being on that first line. And I thought the Columbus game back on Black Friday. I'm going on a tangent here, I know. But the Columbus game where they had Wallstrom, Barzy, and Holmstrom playing together. I thought that was huge. And then you had Brock, Lee, and Bo playing together. I think Bailey was on that third line that night, if I'm not mistaken. But they were playing rather relatively well to that extent. And you want to see these young kids get their, get their due. But getting back to Wallstrom, Wallstrom to me... I think you got to give him a little bit more time before you cut your ties on him. And I know the fan base is wanting a first-line playmaker, somebody that could shoot their own shot. That's why I call a playmaker uh, in that sense. But that's something that the Islanders need. And right now on this team, they don't have it. Atu Ratu is going to be a good NHL player. Right now, he filled the void. 
he did his part. He's young. He's going to make mistakes. Ross Johnston, I said, I, I know what I said about him on Twitter. I've defended this guy. But he's not a guy that you're going to win with. With Matt Martin and Ross on the same line. It's not going to happen. And him taking up a roster spot, you know, it is what it is there. But all, all I'm saying right now is, what is this team? And I think I'm going to paraphrase my friend Andy Francis here. Because he he said something earlier in a video, and I, I agree with it. The fact that the aforementioned first period slow starts, the fact that this team doesn't really have any firepower up front, the fact that this team is like a year past what it was, and you, you would think that missing the playoffs here, it, and he's right, would be like more more of an answer to saying, hey, we want to be back in that spot again. We want to lift the cup. We want to have a chance to lift the cup. And right now they're sputtering and they're, they're like flatlining right now. And it's just something that that is just a perfect representation of what this Islander season has become. And it's so true. I've been watching this team play on the road. Ever since I got let go from work. Ever since I got let go from work in October. That's all I've been doing. I've been watching hockey. I've been watching Islanders hockey. And I've been watching Jets football. And I've noticed this. And it's it's crazy. I am going back to work, by the way, for the people out there that are, that are wondering, oh, you got let go and you're doing all this? It's called save your money, guys, and and use your points wisely with your flights if you have credit card points and hotel points. So that's what I've been doing. And over the course of that time, I've been I've been traveling, watching both the Jets, the Islanders, going out and just having a good time about it, no doubt. And also see I got a girlfriend. She lives up in Edmonton. It's a long-distance relationship. We got to see each other, too. That's the main thing. But as far as the sports go, watching this, watching this team, the Islanders, is just really, it's been really eye-opening, to say the very least. Um, but this team right now, they, they need a lot of help. And I don't think... And I'm going to leave it off like this. If a trade does help, who do you get rid of? Because the players that everybody on Twitter, everybody on social media wants to get rid of, the Beauvilliers, the Baileys, you know, you want to go out there on a limb, talk about Scott Mayfield or Sebastian Ajo, Sebastian Ajo. He's, I don't think he's been a problem this year, actually. I think it's just more of the fact that you're really relying on on guys that are still trying to get their feet wet on the defensive side of things with Romanov being who he is and Aho being what he is as well. You could have that crutch of the old guys along with 
Andy Green last year, two years ago, you look at what happened with having a guy like a Palmieri, who's another year older. Uh, you know, you could look at you could look at all this other stuff. But you're relying on guys that are like unknown as well. So that's something that needs to be uh, said. But the Islanders, they do need some sort of help with the offense. I understand that the goals are up too. And the numbers are, are great. Ilya Sorokin and Varlamov have been playing well. I know Ilya Sorokin's been playing well. And Varley with his first game back. Uh, didn't look so hot, but you need that in your system. And no Adam Pellick here either. Forgot about Adam Pellick. But this team right now needs to figure it out within these next five games. If they don't, this season's going to be a wash. You're going to hear the fan base say, sell, sell, sell. And Lou Amarillo's going to walk into the sunset. He's going to retire. And whoever the GM is going to be, whether it be Chris Lamarillo, you know, Kevin Weeks, whoever, I'm just naming names. I don't know what's going to happen. But for me, looking at it and watching this team play, they ha if they want a chance to compete for the Stanley Cup, this home trip is their season. I know what I said about the road trips. Dallas, Nashville, Ottawa, Toronto. Look at the Vegas, Boston, Colorado, Arizona road trip. And they've left points on the board too. Not going to lie about that. And it has been frustrating watching them. But you know what? Having said all that right now, this team has to figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, it's not going to be pretty. I'm telling you that right now. And they play the Stars tonight. They play the Wild. They play the Canadians. These are teams that are on the playoff bubble. The Capitals are on a playoff bubble. They're they're in a wild card spot right now. Uh, Pittsburgh coming up in the next month. Two games in February in like a seven day span. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're streaky. But we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, as the season progresses. All right, guys. I'm going to get going. Hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, Tuesday. Happy New Year, by the way, uh, to the listeners out there. Was going to record an episode on New Year's. I uh, didn't publish it, but I'm going to publish this episode right now. So I know I've been... A little crazy been out there and and yeah it's just something that hasn't been hasn't been in the cards for sure trying to publish one of these episodes but i've been running around like crazy guys again have a great day have a great rest of your week i'll talk to you guys real soon <laughs> let's go islanders and let's go jets always believe